0: Oh hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Nutrish Mesh. So I have an announcement, and if you read the title of this episode, you probably already know it. Guys, I have finally gotten married, I am hitched, I am a wife, I was a fiancé for longer than one should ever be a fiance. Like, guys, and I know I'm not the only one here, I was supposed to get married May of 2020. Prior to May of 2020, we were, like, when we first got engaged, we were, like, what's the rush? Like, let's let's take our time. Let's have, like, a two-year engagement. So I got engaged, like, February of 2018, and I, like, just got married, like, last week. So I... <laughs> age-wise I've, I've aged four years <laughs> and um yeah it, it's it's way too long for anyone to be engaged and no one should be engaged that long it is a mind fuck let me tell you but here we are I did it and the wedding was absolutely incredible and beautiful and worth the wait we did a four-day destination wedding um in Key Largo shout out to Largo Resort they are amazing we rented out the property and like guys if you're going to give me 4 years to plan something like you best believe it is going to be epic like i had 4 years to add on things like we had we had fire dancers we had a luau we had like you name it we it, it was it was over the top I think to say the least but it was amazing and everything I could have possibly ever dreamed for um and I I work with a lot of brides um Nutrish Mish works with a ton of of brides and not just brides but like people like getting ready for like events right so we'll get like you know, people for their weddings or sweet 16s or like, you know, moms for bar mitzvah, you know, like we'll, we'll get people that are trying to lose weight for an event. And I'm, I always feel like that's a very slippery slope because I'm sure as you can appreciate, if you've ever felt pressure to be a certain size or lose weight for an event, it is a slippery ass slope because a couple things happen. One is you put so much pressure on yourself, right? To be a certain size. And one of two things happen. You either go above and beyond and you hit the goal, but then like usually the ways of getting there are so extreme that they're not maintainable. So the second that the event's over, you undo whatever progress you made plus some. So, you know, if you were trying to lose weight, it all comes back, whatever it is. That's one outcome. And then the other outcome is that maybe you don't hit that goal and then you don't feel as good as you should for an event, which kind of sucks because you put so much pressure on yourself for it. So losing weight or trying to be a certain size for an event is a very slippery slope, but it doesn't mean that we don't all do it. Um, and I pride myself on being very middle lane. I pride myself on, you know, not really buying into all that stuff. And I'm, my weight is always consistent for the most part because I, it's my job. Um, And, and, you know, I'm all about, like, the long-term thing. I'm all about the healthy habits. I'm all about, you know, never having to go to extremes. But I'm not going to lie. For my wedding, I felt a little bit of pressure, which made me appreciate all these people that are trying to lose weight for an event. Um, And, I mean, look, it could be partially because, you know, I was, like I said, we were in Key Largo, so I was going to be, you know, pretty much in a bikini for four days in front of my closest family and friends. So, um, and everyone looking at me because, you know, it's, it was on the bread. So, you know, maybe maybe, maybe that's the, the level that it took. But I, I do have a new appreciation for this. And because I just experienced it, I was very careful to think about and, and, and observe like kind of what I was feeling. And, you know, it's a good opportunity for myself and my client's shoes. And what I wanted to share from you from all this is kind of like how to lose weight for an event in a way where, A, you're not going to gain it back. And also, be where you don't fall into the many pitfalls and landmines that are associated with losing weight for an event. So I wanted to share all of that with you today. Okay, so before we dive into this, I'm just going to say, well, I do understand the pressure more than most people. I really, really do. Um, and I understand the desire to want to like look your best or what you perceive as your best for an event It really doesn't matter if you are, and I'm just going to use arbitrary numbers for this, it doesn't matter if you're 150, it doesn't matter if you're 153, it doesn't matter if you're 155. Your guests are never going to look at you and be like, oh man, she would have looked so much better if she was like six and a half pounds thinner. Like no one is thinking that. So I think it is such a shame for everyone but women especially to put like that kind of pressure on themselves where like you are not worthy and you are not beautiful unless you're a certain number on the scale for an event like that's crazy and to be honest nobody really can tell and you know they make clothes and dresses and everything in every friggin' size so while I do understand the pressure of maybe wanting to do that, um, and listen, if you don't feel that, that's amazing, and you're well more evolved than most of us. Um, but, you know, if you if you are mortal and you do feel that pressure, you know, don't feel bad. It's totally understandable to feel that. But don't put all of your worth into that. And, you know, to, if you're 150 or 155 or once, like, no one's going to know the difference. And no one's going to say, like I said, no one's going to be like, oh my God, she looks so much better if she was like... 4.2 pounds like thinner, like no one cares. So I'm just gonna preface all this with that. While I understand the pressure in reality, it doesn't matter. And especially if there's any brides listening, like you're not gonna even think about that stuff on your day. Like you're gonna have your dress tailored to your body. It is going to look amazing on you. You're gonna feel the most beautiful because you have a friggin' team working with you. And it, it you will, trust me, it is not worth the energy. So, i'm gonna go over the do's and don'ts but in reality it doesn't matter i'm just gonna kind of go over where the pitfalls are with you so you don't fall into those traps and then what i am going to do is i'm going to go over with you like how you can actually spin that pressure if you are feeling it into a positive if you're not feeling that pressure for to lose weight for an event or you've never felt that pressure Turn this off. It doesn't even matter. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> like, don't even, don't even taint your mind with any of this stuff. Um, but if you are, like I said, someone that that did feel that pressure, does feel that pressure. I'm gonna go over how you can like really spin it into a positive. But before we do that, let's get into the potential pitfalls so that you don't fall into those traps. Now, the first thing that we want to do is we want to set a goal, or more, we want to learn how not to set a goal here's what a lot of people do. A lot of people are like, I need to lose 30 pounds in the next two weeks. So I'm going to do all these crazy things to do with that. That's not what you want to do. The first thing is you need to kind of understand what a realistic and achievable goal looks like. And look, if you're the kind of person that doesn't even focus on weight, really, then that's amazing. Don't even like visit this. But if you are the kind of person that already focuses on weight, I'm going to give it to you straight. I'm going to tell you exactly how to do it and exactly what to expect. Here's the thing that people hate hearing from me. You are only gonna be able to realistically lose about one to two pounds of body fat a week before you turn this off and roll your eyes at me. One to two pounds of body fat a week is not the same thing as one to two pounds a week. Body fat is large. If you if you have a moment, do yourself do yourself a, 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 a do a little Googling. Google what one pound of body fat looks like. It is large. One pound of body fat is roughly the size of a coffee mug. The problem is, is that a lot of times if you're used to like traditional diet methods, you're not just losing Fat on those because they know you're you're not looking at the type of weight you're losing. You're just looking to see if the weight's coming down. So they have you most likely losing a combination of water, muscle, and fat. Which if you're losing water, muscle, and fat, it, it, you're not. That's not good. You're not like leaner for it. You're not thinner for it. Whatever. You're just maybe seeing a lower number on the scale, but it's not really doing too much for you. So spatially speaking, one pound of body fat spatially is about equal to five pounds of a water, muscle, fat mixture. So it's not just about how much weight you're losing it's about the kind of weight you, you're losing are you losing actual body fat which we'll go over like how to do that too um so i want to make sure that you're not setting these crazy unrealistic goals for yourself so if you need to kind of have some weight goal in your head and if you're the person that doesn't care about a number on the scale ignore everything i'm saying don't even like Change your mind with any of this stuff. Like, but if you are the kind of person that needs a, a, a number or you want, you want to go, you're going to go down the, that rabbit hole anyway. I want to make sure that it's something realistic. So, take how many weeks away that your event is and you know multiply that by one to two and that's like the maximum that you can do that doesn't mean you have to do that much doesn't mean you should do that much but like that's the maximum that you you'd be able to do what I want to avoid is I want to avoid people having these like insanely realistic unrealistic expectations for themselves and goals that they're never going to hit so if your event is two weeks away you're not going to lose or you should not expect to lose more than four to eight pounds you know so like that's kind of a good way of 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 looking and dealing with that stuff. Um, So that's the first thing is, is having a realistic weight goal, but not being upset about that. Because like I said, if you're losing pure body fat, which I'm going to go over in a little bit, how to make sure that you're doing that. um, It's going to be a lot less work for you to see a size come down. than if you're doing it through a lot of diet programs, um, where you're losing a combination of water, muscle and fat. So that's the first thing. The next thing is, do not go scale crazy. How often should you be weighing yourself? Should you even be weighing yourself? I would prefer Listen, I don't I don't mind people weighing themselves just to know that what they're doing is going in the right direction. So here's the best way I could kind of like position weight for you. Think about a GPS, right? you need an address to put into the gps we have we it's a it's not a bad idea to like know when we've arrived in a place but if we just have an address where we can compare this to weight but we don't know like how the hell we're getting there then the address is kind of useless so i would love if if you guys do want to set some sort of a realistic weight goal and it should be like a range like you know if you if you're if you're a, if you're trying to lose like eight pounds like don't be like, it's got to be eight pounds or nothing. Like if you hit six, if you hit 10, whatever, as long as it's within that ballpark, like it's fine. But I want you to put all of your energy into the habits around it. If you put your energy into the habits around it, that's going to be huge for you. So like you could say to yourself, all right, you know, I I would like to, my event is in, you know, let's say, you know, two months, and I would really like to lose about eight pounds in those two months. And I So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the gym a couple days more a week. I'm going to like maybe eat out a little bit less. I'm going to, you know, maybe, um, you know, eat a little bit less junk food, you know, things that that, but that's where you want to put your energy into those habits. And if you do those habits, then you have succeeded no matter what the scale says. Now, here's the funny thing about the scale. If you weigh yourself more than once a week, you are going to drive yourself crazy, Like I said before, there's 3,500 calories in a pound of fat, so Even if you get on the scale tomorrow and the scale says you're down two pounds, you didn't really lose two pounds, you're looking at a water fluctuation. But again, that might drive you a little nuts if you feel like you're putting in all this work but you're not seeing the result that you want on the scale. If you're putting all of your energy into the scale, you're going to drive yourself absolutely bonkers. So that's why I like to think it's a really good idea to put all of your energy into your habits instead of the weight. Um, Now, if you if you are going to weigh yourself again no more than once a week um and keep in mind it does take about 6 to 8 days to see body fat come down so you have to remember your body doesn't know what 7 days is so i know some of like you know the old school models that a lot of people are used to you know if you went to like a weight watchers or something like that you know you get weighed in once a week and if you don't lose 1.2 pounds like you know you failed or something um Like I said, I weigh 100 people a week, and I've done so, like I said, for like a decade. Um, I've said it to so many clients from looking at their week. I'm like, you know what? Everything you did look right. Throw yourself on tomorrow. Throw yourself on in two days. And then sure enough, it comes down. Your body doesn't know what seven days is. So um, if you are going to weigh yourself no more than once a week, but if if it doesn't reflect in real time, it doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong. Give it an extra day or two, and usually you'll see it then. Now, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I did not weigh myself during this process. Uh, Weight to me isn't particularly motivating just because, you know, I can manipulate water weight. I can manipulate muscle. Like, you know, for me, I like to like a body fat loss. So I have a I have a little fancy scale in my office that can kind of differentiate between the different types of weight. Um, but I didn't really look at like the number. The number honestly doesn't mean too much to me, uh, which we'll get into that in a little bit more detail in a second. But um, so you don't really have to focus on weight. I'm just trying to like meet people where they're at. And I know a lot of people just naturally go there. So if, if that that is where you go, Like, you know, kind of like heed all the advice that I said before, but just to be completely transparent. um, For me, weight wasn't really my thing. What I did was I took my body composition, so I looked at how much body fat I had, and then I put all my energy into, you know, maybe refining my eating habits a little bit more than I normally do. Um, Nothing that was unrealistic for me to maintain afterwards, where I really personally put a lot of emphasis, because this is my personal weak spot, is I put a lot more emphasis into working out in the gym because for me that's my weakness. That's where I can kind of like get in and out of routines a little bit faster. But I want to kind of talk to you about how I used this wedding as an opportunity to create a fitness routine that I have stuck to four weeks after my wedding and I plan on sticking to indefinitely. So the last pitfall before we dive into the things that you should do is try to kind of keep in mind that like there really shouldn't be an end point with this but i the mistake i see a lot of people make when they're trying to like hit a certain goal for an event is like they do it and then the event's over and then they're like (sighs) <sighs> I did it, it's over. And then the second that the event's over, they just kind of like go back to all their old habits. And a lot of times, especially if they were really strict and really unrealistic with how they got there, um, I always say that restriction always breeds overindulgence. So if you've been like super strict and super crazy and and being like, you know, balls to the wall, nuts with this stuff, usually what happens is when, you, when the event is over, you kind of like give the exact same energy, but to the opposite end. So you like, people can like binge or just like have, you know, days on end where they just eat whatever the hell they want. And like, Hey, you can also, you know, you'll obviously undo all the, all the progress that you made, but also just like mentally, I don't think that's like good for people to do. So I really try to like to stay as middle lane as I possibly can with it. You don't want to like go too crazy with, with your goals and your methods and how you're getting there. And keep in mind, like there's no end point, a really good way to think about this is okay. Like what I'm doing right now, can I do it more or less forever? Can I do like a version of this forever? And if you can, that means that you're really on the right track. And it also means that now you're almost using this as a little extra motivation, um, to maybe create a good habit for yourself. And, and that's what I did. And that's what I wanted to kind of talk to you about. So, you know, obviously my nutrition is pretty good. Like I, I do it for, for a living. So, you know, there are a couple things that I tightened up, you know, for my clients, we give, we give, you know, a, a budget of indulgences. So I, you know, maybe scaled mine back a little bit um, leading up to the wedding, nothing crazy that I couldn't, you know, maintain, but just a little, just a a smidge. My weakness, um, would be exercise. Exercise is something I've always had, like, a tough relationship with. I was, um, I was a dancer growing up, and I went to forming arts high school, and I minored it in college, so, like, when I graduated, I was like, oh, I actually have to, like, put this into my life now, and I really, you know, kind of have, I can get in and out of exercise routines very easily, so, Instead of me being like, oh my god, my wedding's coming up. I'm going to the gym every single day. I was feeling a little extra motivated because it was my wedding. So I was like, you know what? Let me use this motivation as an opportunity to create a really good gym routine. And you could do the same thing for yourself. And this is how you want to use an event. You want to be like, okay, I'm feeling a little extra motivated because I know I have this event coming up. And I really wanted to you know, try to eat at home more. I really want to try to, you know, try to be a little healthier. I really want to try to incorporate more vegetables, drink more water, whatever it may be. So I'm going to like use this extra motivation to get in the habit of something that I really want to try to continue once the event is over. That's really the way that you want to handle this whole situation. Um, And that's where you, you can have trying to lose weight or trying to get healthier for an event be a very strong positive or a very strong negative overall for you so we want to we want to make sure that you don't go into those pitfalls we want to make sure that you use it as a positive so um, this is a great opportunity to do that so um, so that's what I did so I started getting into an exercise routine um, I didn't have an apple watch so I did buy myself a little Apple watch um, you could use I, I personally like the fitness tracker just because it made it Um, I had like tangible like numbers as to like what I was doing and that's what helped me create these like really good strong habits but I really did it with the intention of once this event is over I want to keep it up and I have Um, so with repetition everything becomes like autopilot it becomes what you do like think about driving a car right if you get into a car with a 17 year old that just got their license if you watch how much conscious effort goes into them driving a car it's wild um versus if you get into a car with somebody who's driven for a long time there's no conscious effort because it's repetition um you've done it so many times that you don't think about it. So if you have an event coming up and it's in a couple of months, you have a really great opportunity to rinse and repeat these habits so that by the time the event is over, it's just like autopilot. It's just what you do. So that's a really positive way to use the little extra motivation that you might have with an event coming up um, to create something where you don't fall into this pitfall of, oh my gosh, I'm going to like try to lose as much weight as I can, and then I'm going to gain it all back right away. Like You're using it as an opportunity to create good habits that you plan on taking with you after the event is over. Okay, so just to recap, I did not use weight. Although I did understand the desire to lose weight, body fat, whatever. I personally did not use weight. I like to look at just kind of body fat. If you are going to set a weight goal for yourself, no more than one to two pounds a week from when your event is – But put all your energy into the habits that are going to get you there. But really make sure that those habits are realistic and almost use this little extra spark of motivation as an opportunity to keep those habits going even after the event is over. If you're too strict with it, if you're too crazy with it, it's not going to be maintainable. It's going to be miserable. Not only is it going to be miserable, but you're probably going to put the exact same amount of energy into the opposite direction once the event is over. Gain whatever weight you lost back plus some, um, which again, isn't healthy in general, but also just like mentally, it's, it's not good for yourself so don't go too too crazy with it but like I was saying before while I completely understand wanting to like look and feel your best on a special day or special occasion if you put so much emphasis on it that if you're not looking exactly the way that you thought you should it's going to ruin your time or if you're not exactly the size that you wished you were then you know it's, it's going to put a damper on the day like that is such a shame and and to be honest and I know this is going to sound a little cheesy but it's just so true real beauty is and, and even attractiveness comes from the energy that you put out there. Like how many times have you seen somebody or like, like a guy, like I, I could think of a bunch of guys just off the top of my head that like when I first saw them, like maybe I didn't think they were like super attractive, but their personality and their confidence and their like swag made them the most attractive person ever. So, or, or conversely, like I, I, could, I could think of a lot of people that you know are maybe very aesthetically pleasing at first glance, but like their energy isn't good, their confidence isn't good, and and you know how attractive they appear to somebody else goes down, even though you know at first glance they might be gorgeous. So it, it really, it's really all about the energy that you put out there, and it's about the confidence that you put out there, and to have any little bit of any special day be tarnished or diminished or or dulled out because you're not happy with how you look. Like, it's such a waste of energy and it's such a shame. So no matter what, if you have a special day coming up, rock it. You're gorgeous. You're beautiful. You're going to be the best version of yourself. I think the best possible way to handle something like this, if you are feeling a little extra motivated, is to use this motivation as an opportunity to create really good, positive, healthy habits that that will last. Don't fall into the pitfall trap of, I have to lose this much weight and be this weight by a certain time frame, otherwise I failed. Like, if you're doing that, you're setting yourself up for failure and misery and and a a long a long road ahead if you found this episode helpful if you liked it please subscribe and make sure that you give us a five-star review that would be so helpful so we can keep making episodes just like this also if you know a bride-to-be or you know somebody um who has an event coming up and they could easily fall into this trap and this this episode would help them please share it because i think it's important that this message gets out there also next week is thanksgiving and i'm gonna go over all of our thanksgiving tips tricks to survive the holidays next week so make sure you're looking out for that but if you don't already know my favorite holiday is the day after thanksgiving my favorite holiday is black friday i am the psycho person that is actually at the stores at like 6am doing all my fun shopping stuff. Um, so to celebrate we will be having um, a lot of cool offers for you guys. So click the link in the show notes and you'll see some of the amazing offers that we have including a free session on our Eat Right, Live Right program. That's the program that has helped over 10,000 people lose weight and keep it off. A free complimentary session just to start it out. Even if you don't sign up guys you'll get so much out of that session so make sure that you take advantage of that. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at NutrishMish and I will see you guys next week.